0: Welcome to the Outcomes Rocket podcast, where we inspire collaborative thinking, improved outcomes, and business success with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders and influencers.
1: And now your host, Saul Marquez. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Ron Vianu. He's a serial entrepreneur and problem solver by nature. Currently, he's the CEO of Covera Health a leading clinical analytics company pioneering quality-based solutions for payers and providers that enable the measurement and delivery of high-quality care. The company builds programs for employers, health plans, and strategic partners to reduce misdiagnoses, improve patient outcomes, and reduce medical costs. Covera's health first solution is its innovative radiology centers of excellence program, and it operates in all 50 states. This problem of of misdiagnosis is, is, is huge and accounts for for the waste that much of our healthcare dollars uh, uh, really go down the drain for. So it's a privilege to host Ron, hear his thoughts on, on what they're doing to make things better, to improve outcomes and reduce waste, and dive into some of his thoughts in, in healthcare and entrepreneurship. So Ron, so grateful that you're able to join us today. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. So tell us a little bit about what inspires your work in healthcare.
0: So my background really goes back to when I was in college. I was a pre-med student at NYU with visions of being a, a pediatric neurologist. And what I ultimately discovered in my studies in college is that I was really looking to solve problems more than anything else. And I didn't feel that that's something I would be doing as a clinician, although that turned out to be an incorrect belief at the time. But that really led me down a path of becoming an entrepreneur, building businesses, selling businesses, and really trying to solve problems around those businesses. Ultimately, through those efforts, I found myself fixing problems in healthcare. Initially, those problems were more focused on transactional efficiency issues, on price transparency concerns. Eventually, that all led me to really thinking about quality and to what we're doing and what the market generally is doing about understanding quality in healthcare, which I think is one of the most important things that one can tackle within the healthcare ecosystem. And so for me, being able to be in an environment where, which is where we are today, where we're tackling in our estimation, one of the most important problems in healthcare, which is understanding physician quality and how that impacts patient outcomes. From my perspective, being able to work on that day in and day out is incredibly rewarding.
1: Well, you, you, you zoomed in in a way that really helped you tackle that, that impact that you were looking for on a larger scale. So kudos to you for gravitating toward that, and quality is key. So I think this is a great opportunity for you to, to share with the listeners what exactly Covera Health does, and in particular, how you're adding value to the healthcare ecosystem.
0: Sure. And it might be worthwhile to mention that there are tons of folks working on quality in healthcare in a variety of different ways. There are folks that are thinking about hospital ratings. There are folks that are thinking about orthopedic surgeons and what are their revision rates and to what extent does that infer quality about that surgeon, so on and so forth. And so it's important for us when we think about quality in the market that we're in to be able to define that very clearly. And so for us, as we think about quality and tackling it in the market, we very much think about whether or not a physician is arriving at the right diagnosis for a patient. Because if a patient receives the wrong diagnosis or a misdiagnosis, if you will, then all care subsequent to that, often is misguided, ineffective, certainly not cost effective, can harm the patient, and most importantly, ultimately, may lead that patient down a path where they don't experience a good outcome. And so where we see ourselves within the healthcare ecosystem today is starting within the world of radiology, which many of your listeners may not know, is not a commodity, and and by that I mean there are lots of folks who look at radiology and feel wherever you get your MRI or CT or whatever the study may be, mammogram, chest uh, X-ray, it doesn't differ from a output perspective which center and which provider at that center you're visiting. What years of research has shown us is that the variability within radiology is not dissimilar if not greater to the variability that exists within other medical disciplines. The difference is that within radiology, It has to be understood as a supporting specialty for all other medical specialties. And so if you think about a patient in their care journey being misdiagnosed at this very pivotal early juncture when they're getting this diagnostic procedure, it's potentially going to impact them months, years, or or the rest of their lives as it relates to the potential for them receiving a good outcome. And so the, the way ultimately we're looking to impact that system is by both enabling patients to understand which providers will be best for them as it relates to achieving the right diagnosis and ultimately achieving the right care as a result of that providing benefit to the provider community to enable them to understand or have visibility into the quality of care that they're delivering so that they can use that information to improve that quality of care and finally and you mentioned this in the in the introduction to the payer community and that could be large self-insured employers plans and others where they're struggling with and tackling how to build benefit design systems and networks and all the sorts of things that are necessary to keep their employees healthy. Providing them this foundational tool fundamentally helps them improve outcomes and reduce
1: costs. Brilliant. And you're tackling something really critical for really the patient, the provider, and the, the payer. You're touching each one of these, and, and you're right. I mean, you know, it is a supporting specialty. If that initial diagnosis fails, then everything else fails and, and, and waste happens and, and bad outcomes. So what would you say makes what you guys do different in this space? I mean, I know there's been others that have tried, uh, maybe not as successfully as you guys have. What makes you guys do it better? I would answer that question by almost rephrasing it. To tell us, really what is the biggest challenge
0: we're facing? And, and to the extent that, that we're solving that challenge... That's really how we're doing things differently. And I think very often you see within the healthcare ecosystem, companies that are hyper focused on serving one particular stakeholder. So they're they're creating products for the payer community, as an example, or they're creating products for the provider community, or they're working directly with patients to inform them and empower them with information for them to make better healthcare decisions. One of the challenges that we face every single day is how do we serve all those communities equally and in an additive way? And so the thing that we believe we're doing differently and better is that we're trying to both benefit the provider community such that they can improve the care that they're providing to their patients, but do that in a way that is seen as acceptable to the payer community. And quite frankly, the way we tackle that comes down to the science that we leverage to solve these problems and that we are provide great visibility into the science that we leverage to solve those problems. And by that, I mean- The solutions that we have our PhDs working on day in and day out, and these are folks who are working in data science and machine learning and artificial intelligence, all of that infrastructure, if you will, we display to all of our participants and ask for their feedback. So we engage them with a solution in order to get their buy-in with respect to the activities that we're engaged in.
1: Yeah, so you're you're involving the the stakeholders in this particular instance, the the provider in the process. You're showing you're lifting the hood, and you're saying, "This is how we do it." How do you provide guidance around here that would help you provide better care? And then you make the tweaks right. accordingly.
0: And that's a, that's a constant back and forth. And without their input, ultimately they would look at our solution as a siloed
1: solution that's perhaps helping the payer community, but doesn't really drive any meaningful benefit to them. No, I think that's a, a really smart way of doing it, and and one of the one of the key reasons a lot of companies fail is because they don't do that. So kudos to you for being able to take that information and and implement it really quickly. As you think about the different cases and and different employers that you guys have been engaged with. I know Walmart was sort of a big headliner for you guys. You you started collaborating with them and beyond other other companies. What do you think is is a story of outcomes you've improved or or business processes you've improved that you'd like to share?
0: Sure. I mean, we've been
1: quite surprised even
0: from the early days of our research to the extent and the degree of impact Improving radiology has on the total outcomes of a particular patient population. And it's, you know, if you think about it intuitively, it makes sense if a patient's misdiagnosed very early on in their care, what is the likelihood of them actually getting better? So, from an, at least an intuitive, instinctual perspective, that makes sense. But what we've seen is that by modifying or Im- improving the degree of accuracy of their diagnosis early on within the radiological stage of care, or stated differently, reducing the number of high-impact misdiagnoses these patients are experiencing, the employers and the plans that are serving those communities can save a significant amount of money from a downstream perspective, and those patients do significantly better. And so to quantify that a little bit, depending on the market and depending on the particular nuances of the population, there have been employers who have been able to experience anywhere from 8 to 15% total cost savings for those patients who have been impacted by this program, which is fairly significant, given that radiology in and of itself represents only anywhere from 7 to 10% of their total cost as they think about their medical spends. And so we, we see those results again and again, which are intuitive, but if someone is misdiagnosed with cancer as an extreme example and they don't have cancer or uh, the reverse where they have cancer and they're provided a diagnosis of normal impression, so on and so forth, you can start imagining what that patient journey looks like, the harm that's being caused to that patient and the associated costs to the plan.
1: It's the beginning. You guys are tackling the beginning of it in a way that that makes a difference. And for the employers listening to this, you're probably thinking, okay, interesting. There's a, an opportunity for us to, to potentially do this better. How does it work? And for somebody that maybe this is resonating with, Ron, what steps do they take to, to check you guys out? And, and how does the process work?
0: So in terms of checking us out, I mean, obviously folks can come to our website and we're very active in various conferences and folks can come up to us and and either email or reach out to us directly by phone. In terms of how it works, the way the program was designed was really to be seamless and relatively low administrative friction, both to the plan and to the patient. And if you think about how most people today get their imaging services, they're typically sitting at a doctor's office and that doctor's ultimately struggling with some sort of diagnostic dilemma, not entirely sure what's wrong with this patient, so they'll order an MRI. That process often occurs with very little patient involvement, where they're going online, searching through a network of providers, and then selecting one on behalf of that patient based on a variety of Preferences the doctor may have the plan may have so on and so forth, so what we've done, and this took was close to two years of effort, we've integrated directly with those workflows so that if an employer or a plan wants to ultimately implement the Cobera program, it's fairly
1: seamless for those folks that have those processes already in place. love it that's big a lot of times one of the biggest hurdles is is it's it's too much work, it's uh friction, you know you said frictionless is key. So as as a provider, let's take the, the provider lens. I mean, what's in it for them and, and what are people doing today that you guys could help with? So if we
0: take a step back and think about the provider community
1: generally, there's a lot of
0: criticism around obviously fee for service, lack of price transparency, and A lack of visibility into quality. And so, if you think about the price variability in any physician market, whether it's radiology, orthopedics, given that there's no visibility into quality, it's hard to really interpret what is the meaning behind and can we infer value given the price of variability. And what we're providing to the radiology community really is is, is multifold. One, we're giving them the ability for the very first time of the specialty to be able to demonstrate the value of what they do as it relates to quality. And so if I'm a radiology practice and I'm investing in the latest technology and I'm hiring some of the best physicians to work at this practice, today there really is no reward for that directly other than the fact that you receive satisfaction, that you're providing better patient care. But from the payer perspective, historically, those physicians are receiving the very same reimbursement. And if those physicians have decided to be slightly more expensive in the market. The pair community historically has also moved patients away from those centers that have invested in better technology, better uh, physicians in order to provide better care. Mm -hmm. And so what we really provide to that community is not only visibility for themselves, but visibility that they then can share with others around the quality of care that they're delivering to their patients and, and how that quality of care ultimately transforms itself to better outcomes for their patients, which has been this missing link for many years. Because like any practice, to the extent that they impact other practices downstream, it's very difficult for physicians to understand that cascading impact. And so we support the radiology community in one, helping them demonstrate to patients, other providers and payers alike that they're not a commoditized service. And then we quantify what that means in terms of how different centers are doing relative to different pathologies and illnesses. And finally, and perhaps most importantly, not only do we engage in this primary research about quality, but we give them back fundamental results that helps them shape how they actually care for patients on an ongoing basis. So it gives them the tools to think about how do they improve the care of their patients, which doctors may be best suited for which patients that walk through the practice, which equipment may be best suited for which patients, and so on and so forth. And this is something that previously they had uh, very little visibility into.
1: Love it. That's uh, very interesting. And at the end of the day, you know, payers are looking for evidence and if you're a provider organization and you know you have quality outcomes and you want a better way to prove it sounds like this might be a, an interesting way to for you to do it so I appreciate you diving down that path for us Ron you know and the thing that comes to mind is is how about the manufacturers are you guys doing anything with them the people that actually make these machines
0: so that that's an excellent question and I, what I will say about the manufacturers is they're trying to maintain some distance from this general discussion only to the extent that they're serving the entire population. And to the extent that some providers may be better than other providers, that's maybe not a discussion that they want to necessarily enter. Having said that, different technologies can have different impacts on patient outcomes. And so we are having several discussions with some of the major manufacturers of imaging equipment to understand to what extent can we collaborate
1: with them from a research perspective. Fascinating. Yeah. And, and, and in the end, that, that does translate into outcomes again. So fascinating. Your approach to including all of the stakeholders is exemplary and one that I think that many of us listening should take a note because it is what, what leads to success in providing solutions to, to the healthcare ecosystem. What would you say is one of your, your biggest setbacks, Ron, as you've been building this one and, and what key learning came out of that?
0: So, I get that question frequently, just generally as, as an entrepreneur that's had companies that have been successful and companies that have failed. And I don't really think there's one unique setback that really has been the setback that has provided me the most information, if you will, from a learning perspective. It really is an experience over a lifetime where, for at least in my estimation, and others agree with this, generally speaking, which is that failure really is the best method of learning. And to the extent that I tell this to folks, even internally, to say, you know, one can make a mistake, and that mistake can be a, a, across a broad spectrum of areas, but one shouldn't make that mistake three times. Yeah. And so as I think about both at Covera and prior to Covera, the sorts of things that we've done in the past, it's really, it crosses the spectrum of, are we picking the right partners? Are we focusing on the right solutions? And I, if I would have to say the single biggest mistake slash setback that I've made in any of my efforts is really not putting the right resource around the right efforts or understanding the skill sets of people relative to the sorts of things they can accomplish.
1: Yeah. It's a good call out in general for anybody looking to to make an impact. It's uh, it's getting those those skills aligned, making sure that your your focus areas are are backed by the dollars uh, th- that those focus areas are the right ones. If you had to identify a key thing that you're most excited about today Ron, what would you say that is? It's something that we've been talking about
0: this entire time and as I mentioned I have since college I've been an entrepreneur my entire life and Early on in my career, solving any problem was something that excited me. And so doing something that would shave 15% off of the time of a particular mechanical process would be interesting, or building an application that may allow people to engage in stock purchases, an example, more efficiently or with a lot more information at their disposal to make educated decisions, that would excite me. What excites me the most today at Covera, and it really is going to change the trajectory of my entire professional career going forward, is engaging in something that has such a profound impact on patients directly and similarly is supporting all these other stakeholders. And so for a lot of the efforts that I've engaged in previous to Covera, the impact on patients may have been adjacent. They may have been secondary or tertiary type impacts where improving efficiency or improving transparency in and of itself is going to improve the system as a whole. And by, as a byproduct of that, of course, patients benefit. But our work today that we're doing, one is receiving incredible support from the payer community, which in and of itself is incredibly unique. I believe today we have in our pipeline 20% of the U.S. population of folks that are actively engaged with us to understand to what extent can they apply what we're doing. And when you think about that, as it relates to the number of patients that we'll ultimately be able to impact, that's really what excites me. The fact that day in and day out, we are reducing the number of misdiagnoses that patients are experiencing and the profound harm, the catastrophic impact that it has on those patients. That's something that honestly motivates me through what typically is, you know, a difficult experience, which is scaling a a
1: startup and building a a new market where one doesn't exist. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's definitely exciting. And the level of impact that you're going to have on patient outcomes, on people's lives, I mean, it doesn't get better than that. Right. And and again, this is not
0: something I think that I've been able to experience previously. But once I've experienced it, I realize that this is where I need to focus my time and attention on a go forward basis, even post some universe where I'm not involved in Covera.
1: Yeah, I love it. So if you had to recommend a book, Ron, to the listeners, what, what book would you recommend?
0: So that's a challenging question. I used to
1: be a voracious
0: reader. And so sure every year I would have a different favorite book. But maybe if I can just tweak that and say, what what was the book that was most impactful to me over my life? The, The book that I would recommend folks to read, which may be a little bit dated, is then in The Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it is a book, and I forget what the tagline of the book was, but it's really about philosophical inquiry and trying to understand meaning in the universe from a philosophy professor who was the main character of this book. And for me, what was interesting about this book was really just more of a, from a philosophy perspective, a really data-driven approach to trying to understand meaning in the universe, which I thought was fascinating. So that's
1: definitely a good read. Yeah, that's very cool. A great recommendation, Ron. Thank you for that. Listeners, you know where to go. Just go to outcomesrocket.health. In the search bar, type in Covera, C-O-V-E-R-A, and you'll be able to pop up the show notes as well as links to coverahealth.com and the books that Ron recommended, as well as a full transcript of our discussion with him. Ron, thanks so much for your time today. It's uh, It's been a really interesting discussion. The impact you guys are making is, is, is huge. Before we conclude, I'd love if you could just share a closing thought and then the best place where the listeners could reach out and uh, connect with you.
0: Sure. And the only closing thought that I can really provide as it relates to our activities in the market is that one of the things as we've described here that I think has been foundational to our success is really understanding the needs of all stakeholders. And this closing thought really is for both plans that are thinking about programs and building them to other entrepreneurs that are thinking about launching companies to solve problems within healthcare. And so the closing thought really is around servicing the entire ecosystem in order to be able to drive adoption for whatever you're trying to bring forward to the market. And so for us, obviously improving quality in radiology is one of the most foundational things that we can do, but we're doing that within the context of helping doctors Uh, payers, plans, and obviously serving patients at the core. And for us, that is one of the most important things that we can communicate to folks with respect to these sorts of activities. And as for reaching out to us, as I mentioned earlier, folks can come to our website. We attend most of the major healthcare conferences. And so we're a very friendly group of folks. So if people want to just come up to us and ask us questions, we'd be happy to
1: answer them. Outstanding, Ron. Really appreciate it. And Again, folks, coverahealth.com. Check them out or go to the show notes, outcomesrocket.health, and type in Covera in the search bar. We'll take you straight there. Ron, thanks again, and uh, really appreciate your time today. My pleasure. Enjoy talking with you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast.